Hi, welcome everyone to another episode of Talk Your Thought by Katsuragi. Today, we're going to read Why This for Magic by Laurie Farris to Lars again. And this is just taking over my podcast lately because I feel like I haven't really started anything from this story. We just get a lot of glimpses of what's to come, but there's not really much information just yet. We'll see if that chapter is going to be the fourth one because now we are going to be reading chapter four of this novel. Then let's just start. visit. I leave it open completely and click on the stairwell light. The sudden burst from the light bulb dangling just overhead stings my eyes and causes my head to start throbbing again. I make my way down the squeaky stairs, telling myself that I'm not afraid, that if the window is open, I'll simply close it and lock it back up. I reach the bottom of the stairs and take a deep breath. That's when I sense it, when I feel it. Something isn't right. I reach for the pull chain overhead and tug it firmly to click on the lights. The long and narrow fluorescent strips glare down from the unfinished ceiling, lighting the entire boiler room. The back of my neck turns cold and a chill runs down my shoulders. I look around in all corners of the room to be sure I'm alone. There are several desks stacked up against the wall. I move closer, trying to angle my glance to see if someone might be behind, hiding. I ball my my hands into fists in an effort to prepare myself for the worst. But it's just empty behind there. No one. I let out a breath, loosening the binds in my chest and move toward the water tank, toward the window. As I get closer, I can feel a coolness, a subtle breeze that that pats along my arms and over my shoulders. It's the breeze filtering in through the window crack. I move behind the water tank and I feel my entire body freeze over open window is in full view now, but even more alarming is what's painted across it, the letter M. Crudely splattered against the glass in a dark red color, just like my nightmare. I feel the door in my heart slam closed, but quickly realize that it's really the door upstairs, the one I entered the one to the boiler room, and that the stairwell light has been clicked off. I steal myself in in place and silently count to ten, mentally preparing myself for what's next to, to come. After several seconds, I feel myself take a few steps backward, just staring at the M, fearing I know exactly what it means. Somehow, I'm able to turn away from it, to grab hold of myself and scurry as fast as I can 
up the stairs, tripping up a couple steps along the way. I fling the door open, hear it bang against the wall, and run back to the room, slamming and locking the door shut behind me. What's going on? Drea clicks on the light beside her bed. Something's happening. My body is trembling all over. I cross my hands in an effort to stop the quake. Stace, you're as pale as my ass. Amber says. What happened? Downstairs. I choke. On the window. The letter M. What? Amber asks. M? Drea sits up and moves to the edge of her bed. I nod. M what? Amber asks. What are you talking about? M. I say, my voice rising up. For Mara. For murder. What? Drea gasps. Why were you down in the boiler room again? Amber asks. Aren't you listening to me? I grab at the, at the ache in my head. Wait, Drea says. She springs from her bed and stands in front of me. Go slower, start from the beginning. Just come down to the boiler room with me, see for yourself. Drea wraps an arm around my shoulder and a whimper escapes from my throat. Amber hops out of bed as well and joins us on our trip downstairs. I flick the stairwell light back on. The lights in the downstairs part are still on. And lead Drea and Amber across the cement floor and behind the water tank. And I almost can't believe what I'm seeing and not seeing. The M is gone. The window, I whisper. Yeah? Amber snaps. You're right, there is a window there. No, I say, staring at the clear glass. Amber runs her hands over the window and checks the lock. It's even locked. Imagine that. She turns around to face me. No, I say. It was there, the letter M. And the window was open a crack. Are you sure? Drea asks. She rests her hands on my shoulders in an effort to calm me, maybe to look into my eyes and understand. I nod, my jaw trembling slightly. It just doesn't make sense. And so what if it was there? Amber says. It's probably been there for months. No, I say, taking a step closer to the window. I would have noticed it before. What difference does it make, she says. It's gone now, and in case you've forgotten, your name starts with an S. You don't understand. Well, then make me understand, because right now I'm starting to think you're completely funkified. I look to Drea. I can see she wants to believe me, and maybe a part of her already does. Forget it, I say. Maybe as much for my sake as for hers. I'm not sure she could handle what's been going on inside my head. What I feel in my heart might be happening again, not after last year. Maybe I just need some sleep. That's it? Amber's face drops.
What about M for Mara? M for murder? Have we completely wigged on us? I'm sorry, I say, even though I know the M was there, that it was real, that my nightmare predicted it. I take one last look at the window before turning away to go back upstairs. chapters that we have read I feel like there is just a lot of emotions that is coming through Stacy and maybe it, it is simply because of the nightmares she is, habi- is having right now and also what has happened in the past but it seems like she has a lot of things going on in her head because um, from what I can tell is that Drea and her has a lot of is has a good relationship as i can say because they care about each other maybe even as genuinely as possible and even the last chapter is seen where Drea called up chad in order for him to know about stacy's um episode but she looks at it kind of like differently but we don't know for sure what is really happening here with their friendship but it looks like they've been through a lot and they have a really good relationship it just it just shows here in this chapter and so i really like the friendship that they all have like no matter how weird it is like just listen (laughs) like they are willing to listen even in in the deepest of the night well anyway that is just it there's really not much in this chapter and i really hope that this is going to be the end of her night um, episode uh, or her this the scene that we have in here because so far all of the four chapters just happened in one night and i realized that maybe it's because that's just really how it is and yeah novels are really written written like that maybe i should have just read the entire four episodes in one chapter i uh, sorry <laughs> i just completely got that twisted and upside down but anyway i should have read the four chapters in one episode that's what i realized now so i hope that in the next few ones we'll get to see how jacob would appear maybe when they are going to um go to their school maybe we don't know yet (laughs) but anyway that is what i'm going to be hoping for in the next chapter and maybe in the next episode of darker thoughts 